When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of our Friday program is on the air. Fun uh, first couple of hours right here on the Roku channel. We uh, spoke to Ian Eagle, the voice of the Brooklyn Nets locally, and then, of course, TNT and CBS for both basketball, college, and professional, and... Uh, also on CBS, the NFL. Lots to chop up with him. He's calling Nets and Sixers on Saturday. It's the first game of eight playoff games this weekend. We've got the play-in games tonight. The Bulls are in Miami. DeMar DeRozan just uh, during shoot-around confirming that his daughter will not be there. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays are in Toronto. We'll hear, uh, listen for her if she's uh, up there potentially screeching. Uh, during first pitches there. Big game because the Razors 13-0. Thunder and Timberwolves tonight. And the winner of Heat Bulls goes visits Milwaukee on Sunday. And winner of Timberwolves Thunder goes visits Denver uh, on Sunday night for the last game of the weekend. So that's your playoff contest. The huge Suns-Clippers game. TNT gets to pop that baby on Sunday night, 8 Eastern time. Perfect, perfect spot. Lakers-Grizzlies kick off Sunday's action. Saturday has the Kings taking on the defending champion Warriors in Sacramento. The Warriors get a chance to win another road playoff game. Did we determine that? Has it been 26 consecutive playoff series in which they've won a road game? I think it's something like that, yeah. Hawks and Celtics. Knicks and Cavaliers, Nets and Sixers. So it's all East with the exception of one contest on Saturday and all West with the exception of one contest on Sunday. Here we go. Good times. 27 consecutive. 27. Damn. So they're going to go for a 28th on Saturday. Yes, sir. Good times in the NBA playoffs. I hear you. Uh, Why not? They couldn't win a lick on the road during the regular season. The Kings have been terrific. Favorite in the series, underdog game one. Kind of interesting. You don't see that a lot. You do not see that at all. Andrew Hawkins, our colleague from uh, Roku Recommends, right here on uh, the Roku channel, will be joining us shortly in studio for hour number three. We also have been chopping up the news that uh, the producers of uh, James Bond is looking for an unknown 30-something actor, and we've been figuring out, hey, maybe we could just flip you somebody from the sports world. Andrew Hawkins. Oh, we can talk to Hawk. About that very subject matter. Um, and speaking of Daniel Craig, it's the weekend, everybody. Coming up uh, this weekend, take you to the sports world. Weekend. Good times. Good times. Good times. Love it. Um, this just in. The commanders have agreed to be sold. Wow. 
Daniel Snyder has actually agreed to sell his team. I never thought we'd see the day. But do we still not know which ownership group it is, or have they actually settled this matter? Because it's the Josh Harris group. People are mentioning the Josh Harris group. He's the owner of the Sixers and the Devils. And Do we have an update on that? Because Schefter kind of hit the hold the phone on that and said that there's some potential other rival bids that are out there. Yeah, there was for the, the commanders. Um, yeah, according to ESPN, uh, they have reached a preliminary non-exclusive agreement to sell it to the Harris Group. Non-exclusive is fully financed but not signed, meaning that someone else could come in at the last second uh, with a higher bid if Daniel Snyder wants to go in that direction. Um, the the group led by a Canadian billionaire. Say it. Say the name. Oh goodness. Go. <laughs> go. Do it. Steve. <laughs> Apostolopoulos. Apostolopoulos, yeah. He's still involved in the process, according to ESPN. Uh, should be noted, Jeff Bezos, everyone was thinking he was going to sweep in and make a, a big kind of godfather offer. Never nope. submitted a bid. Nope. Didn't order the commanders on Prime. Yeah. Remember a few months Didn't ago, we to... thought Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z were going to be together. That's right. Remember? It's been out there that Bezos is kind of waiting for the Seahawks to go up as they figure out. Ah, got it. Oh, kind of makes sense. Geographic sense right there, yeah. right? Well, the commanders, everybody thought right there, too, since uh, Bezos owns the Washington Post. Right. And they're used to the owner of the team owning media in the town. Anyway, they're, they're used to a lot there in D.C. Yeah. And as I mentioned, when this more, news man. came down yesterday, it's akin to a house in a twister coming out of the blue and dropping down into the land of Oz and taking somebody out. Literally, ding-dong for so many Washington football fans. Let me get them shoes. Because Dan Snyder and his time owning the Commanders and football team and obviously taking over the team as it was known for so many decades, the Redskins at the time, in his tenure, 27th Best record in football. Wow. Really? Yes, sir. They sold for six billy? They did because of their history and where they are. You take a look at the Snyder reign in Washington, D.C., and they went 10 seasons, last 10 seasons without 10 or more wins. That's the worst in the NFL. Even the Jets, when a a sentence begins, (laughs) even the Lions and Jets – have a shorter streak. It has been a decade since they've had 10 or more wins. And again, the record of Daniel Snyder in this league, I had it written down somewhere. Where did I write it down? Um, 17, 27th in the league. That's how bad they were. And of course, (laughs) you can't even, I mean, the number of off the field headlines. Yeah. That would make your skin crawl. So now that he's gone, and we also know Robert Sarver's gone, we all know worst owner in sports, right? I don't. I, mean, I don't think it's a question. It's just not even a question. Washington from '99 to 2022 record of 164, 220, and two. 27th in the NFL. Just like the Jets are now on the clock. 
because the Sacramento Kings 12 game, a 12 season playoff drought streak is over. That leaves the Jets on the clock. There's another, there's a New York owner is now on the clock. And it's, uh, it's James Dolan. Without a doubt. And I know, you know, folks, I, I've, I've been very good this year, I think. Because the have, Knicks have been better. Oh, yeah. Knicks have been better. I've seen. But the fun, whole exciting. business of using facial recognition to exact revenge for whatever you think needs to be exacted on anybody that comes to your building or buildings, just execrable. And, you know, the Ragers are, are in his purview as well. So clearly the next couple of weeks can help enhance his image. <laughs> but don't poke. Nice. He's going to be but, on TV. We're going to see him courtside. I mean, he's going to be there. That's true. In Cleveland? Uh, he'll be at the home games, I imagine. Okay. Uh, him, him, and, him and Mr. Comic Sands going against each other. <laughs> I mean, that, right? That's a guy a lot of that's people good. don't like. Not a lot either. of people don't like him. <laughs> Rich. Hey, Gilbert. A lot what? of people don't like him. What if? Uh-huh. Ah, uh, here we go. Just randomly. What if, if the Knicks win it all? No, no, no. Well, getting to that, let's just say that James Dolan, he understands the, the black hole wormhole situation, and he decides, you know what? Yeah, I want to make amends. I'm gonna, you know, extend an olive branch to Rich, and I want to invite him to <laughs> sit courtside with Whoa. me in the Eastern Conference Championship. You know I mean? Would you take him up on that fly the weekend and of course, sit courtside? A million percent, and you know, kind of put a million percent. I want to see what that looks like right there. I want to know what's in his coffee. I'd ask to wear his schmecky scarf. Probably whiskey. You know what I'd bring? I'd bring my rakish hat. Oh, you the hat 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 and a harmonica, just so I can have him entertain me during timeouts. It ain't happening, man. It's not happening. It ain't happening. Stranger things have happened. It's Dolan, isn't it? Am I am I missing anybody? Nah, or I mean, I, there might be a Premier League person or two, or a we don't four, know much about these hockey one. owners yeah, either, man. But. They could be up to some shysty stuff. In terms of uh, fan base uh, angst mm-hmm. over their ownership group, but I think I think it's you guys. Okay. I'm getting pretty upset with my guy, but which guy? John Henry. I, I'll, I'll like I said before, and I'll say it again. I will never forgive them for letting Mookie Betts go ever, ever. And if they had let Devers go, I might have had to walk away. You were about to walk away because they let Xander Bogarts go. I was thinking about it. Devers, too, I would have had to walk away. Maybe root for the Padres. It would have been fun. Uh-huh. I would have had a good time. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just really frustrating. We're, we're trotting out a minor league team right now, it seems like. Yep. And Raffi, it's like eight guys and Rafi Devers. It's like, who can win a contest to come throw four innings? Like, what is happening right now? It's mad frustrating. You, you're happy with the guys who own your team? Right? <laughs> Which team? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're in as good shape as you've you been in a long time. Phenomenal. You're in as good shape. I mean, you have, by the way, yeah. the, the you billionaires might have the club. Best. Yeah. You might, I mean, honestly, you root for the Mets, Sixers, and Clippers. Yes. One guy just bought another team for $6 billion. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Steve, Steve Cohen is buying up everybody to the point where he uses luxury tax like it's an ashtray. Right. Got to reward him with some dubs this year, though. And uh, this is one of Jay's favorite drops as well. The Clippers owner is building a new stadium arena here, mm-hmm. and he's talking about uh, he's talking about toilets. Toilets! 
And Uncle Jerry, you know, he's got a Jerry Jones. He's got a couple pennies in the bank. My goodness. You're in great shape. Feel good. Settle down just a little bit. But Brock, but I don't understand what John Henry did to you. He's like an, Amer- like an American you, folk I'll, hero. I'll tell you what he did to me. Oh, wait a minute. I'm thinking of a different John Henry. Uh, never mind. You're talking about the owner of. Yeah, talking talking about, about the owner. owner. Yeah. I was talking not, about the, the, the African American freedman, John right. Henry, who worked on the, the railroads. Railroads. Yeah. No, that's not what he's referring no, to. Definitely not. And obviously, I'll never say a bad word about Bob Kraft or Wick, who owns the stuff. Okay. So you're in good shape there. I'm okay with those two. Eh, just the Look Red at Sox you over days. there. I don't know that we can say yeah. that like, he'll never in... say a bad word about them because if things go south, and he's already turned on Belichick, right? If you're going to turn on him, and Kraft is the owner of a team that hasn't won a playoff game since 2018. You know, so I can't say he'll never turn on them. Oh, let me, let me take the six rings out of my ears. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Good Patrick Wall reference right there. Yeah, but Arthur, and I should right. do the same with the four from John Henry. But just the last few years have this been inexcusable. Just upset. Four. Inexcusable. Mookie's gone. In my lifetime, I haven't and seen four. Bogarts is gone. We're operating like we're the A's. And like Bobby that's not Dahlbeck how it works. is in. Bobby Dahlbeck, Bobby Dahlbeck is in. A guy six five Man, and built you, like us, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, are, shouldn't be playing shortstop. Exactly. You should build <laughs> it around Devers and Alex Verdugo. Verdugo, very good. Shida. And wait till good we get Otani. Wait till Otani spends. Four days in Boston. Yeah, he's again, he's starting Monday. Wait till he spends this nice long weekend in Boston. It'll be great. Sees how much the fans love him. He ain't Talk going to, to Yoshi Boston. for a little bit. He's probably going to be stunned he ain't that going they to make donuts out of the holes. <laughs> and how hot that coffee we'll is. Give him a tour of the USS Constitution. We'll take him down to Cheers. You sound like Bill Burr now over here. <laughs> want to go to chow? What do you want? Chowder? You like clam chowder? Get on to Faneuil Hall. By the way, to give you guys some pushback on the guys who run my teams, all that money has not given any oh, but you're in good championship oh, but you're success. In, oh, but at hey, least they're trying. they're trying. They're trying. Yeah. We're getting rid of our guys. I know. We don't even care about and, winning and my, and my guy just wants to go on tour with his band. Ooh, hold on. Let me, and, let me and kick people out head. because they, they're they're trying to sue him or or heaven forbid they actually tell Dolan how bad of an owner he's been for such a long time on a YouTube comment. You know, it's great. I've looked up the JD and the straight shot tour date so much. Google, as soon as I type yeah. in JD, it like just auto, pops up. Okay. <laughs> auto fills. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are they? It's pretty great. Where are they going to be? Uh, let's see. When's, loading, when, are, when, when, when are they doing next? Shows. Upcoming dates. Zero. There you go. <laughs> Zero. There is none. Well, let's hope there's upcoming dates for the, the Knicks after Cleveland. That would be great. A, but Rich, you get that. You've karaoke in front of a crowd. You know how like intoxicating that of is. Of course. That people showing you and love with the mic in your hand. Do- and I got, so if, that's what Dolan's If feeling. my dad wasn't a French teacher, but instead was some sort of local cable mogul out on Long Island, I would definitely be doing the same thing he's doing without the facial recognition and uh, uh, sticking uh, great players in the history of the Knicks in jail overnight. Let's not forget that just was for, the moment. Just as a couple, for instance. <laughs> a few specific examples. You know, Spike Lee, let's not forget. Yeah, that's right. Wouldn't tell one of the most beloved Knicks fans and uh, auteurs of the cinema of uh, of his generation. Yeah, you go around the back. And didn't Patrick Ewing have some issues too? Oh, getting no, in? no, no. That was that was just the garden security okay. not, not, not seeing his... His um, his badge or his uh, his credential. As if somebody, as if somebody, if somebody who's seven feet is just sneaking his way into the garden, 
and his face isn't on every photograph right. in, 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 in the concourse. <laughs> that would never happen under Eisen's watch. Never! <laughs> Could you imagine? No, because he'd be facially recognized upon entering the building. <laughs> All right, we did it last Friday with... Um, Jason Kelsey, Kelsey yeah. Yeah. which is you doing our weekly What's More Likely with our in-studio guest. I love it. Jason Kelsey out. Andrew Hawkins in. We got Hawk in here. Let's get him. Let's do it. Right lickety split next on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The uh, impresario himself, Andrew Hawkins, is back here on the program. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, too. Let's jump into it. Um, So a kid from uh, uh, Toledo um, sitting on a draft weekend waiting for the phone ring. Is that what your draft was like back in the day? Oh, man. What was your draft like? I knew my phone wasn't going to ring. But you know what's funny is when you play college football, it doesn't matter how realistic you realize your phone is not going to ring at all. Mm Mm-hmm. You still watch the draft and you're like, but what if they call? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, because you believe that these teams are truly lifting every stone. Right. Like the movies tell you. And there's somebody in the back of a war room that says, nah, man, I believe in this kid. Yeah. You know, even if it's a small percentage, that's that's what it's like. Right. So, um, and you went through, didn't hear any calls. And that's is that when the CFL called you, the Montreal's, where you had to go win a couple of great cups before yeah, the well, NFL knocked on your not door? Not quite. Or? So I, I, my career yards in college, I think, was 632 over all four seasons. That's it. That's it. So 632 yards. Right. And I was 5'7 and 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I was realistic about it. Um, but again, I'm like, well, maybe I'll get a tryout. I was training. I was like, I did. I had a really good pro day, yeah. even though I faked my height. Um, How does one fake height? Well, I went to Michael's, um, a craft store, and <laughs> I molded clay that looked the same color as my skin, like the back of the heel, and then I taped my ankles over it, so it gave me like an inch and a half on pro day. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
True story. This is amazing. Um, like I had to like bake the 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 clay and everything because it's soft, and then it, to get it to harden, you had like put it in a kiln. Yeah, yeah. And so prior to pro day. Yep. And so I walked in, measured at you know five eight. Great. I was like, a little over five eight. I weighed in one eighty two because I had weights in my pocket. Um, and I ran a four three, and I'm like, well, maybe just looking at the numbers. It was like, okay, maybe. So what happened was I ended up getting a tryout with the Browns because one of my old coaches actually became a DB coach there. Yeah. But on draft day specifically, I was over at my friend's house, um, and he was roommates with Brett Kern, who was one of the you know best punters of the last you know two decades. Yeah. Um, and he was there with his family watching because he actually had a chance to be drafted. Uh, and so I watched their whole process, which was you know they're hoping late in the you know punters go late. And then the Broncos called, and a bunch of teams started calling him. And his family like, well, what are you going to do after, after college? Like, do you have a job lined up? And I'm like, ah, you know, I'm figuring it out. But it was very clear, like, I wasn't an NFL prospect. Did you run a 4-3 in the clay shoes? I didn't. So what happens is they measure you in. After I get the height, yeah. I cut the tape off, throw it away, and then I go, Brilliant. go perform. Brilliant. Yeah. That's Brilliant. amazing. Wow. So when did the NFL finally call you? When you were in Montreal? Uh, like four years later. Really? Yeah. So I like I left college. I didn't leave college. I stayed in college and I coached receivers that mm-hmm. season. I went and yeah. scouted with the Detroit Lions. Yes. Um, and then I did a reality show with our good friend Michael Irvin. That's right. Uh, fourth and long. That's right. And so I left coaching to go do that show. Yeah. I should have won. Mike will, will attest. He'll attest to that. Okay. But he, he couldn't convince them to pick a five, uh, six receiver from a reality show to go to the Cowboys. But from that, I got my CFL contract. And then I went and played in Canada the next two seasons. Yeah. And in year four after college, I finally got a tryout in the NFL. And then I played the next seven years. So you would counsel guys that don't hear your name this this in a, in a couple of weeks. Just hang tight. Hey, keep at it, man. You know? Yeah. That's it. That's all, <laughs> that's all, you, can, that's all you can do. I hear you. Andrew Hawkins here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. So uh, you hear about uh, Bryce Young's height being an issue. Yeah. I think that's, that's nothing, right? It's nothing, man. Zero. 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 I think, I think Bryce is a, I think he's a next level processor. I think he is like ridiculously smart. And that's backed up by the way that he plays, right? Because you have yes. to be, right? There's certain characteristics that, you know, whether you're, you know, a, a D lineman who's oh, too, too heavy or a receiver who's too short or a quarterback is too short or, you know, a certain quarterback doesn't have enough arm strength like everybody, you know, sur- survival of the fittest happens. Something yeah. else kicks in. Yeah. He's short, but his processing is better than everybody else's. And that's why, you know, it equalizes. So it still just comes down to, you know, I don't, I don't think that that's a, a negative because he can do things that other quarterbacks can't. Well, C.J. Stroud is much taller and mm-hmm. obviously um, uh, would fit, one would think, Frank Reich's mold yep. of what he has coached in the past, not as if he wouldn't right. choose Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Who do you think they'd have as number one in mind? Oh, man. Who do they have as number one? What do you think? That's a tough one. I think... I think... Mm-hmm. I would say C.J. Stroud. That's what I thought, too. But then all of a sudden, you said that... You know the odds-on yeah, favorite flipped over yeah, the last. The Vegas odds it did. Flipped. Yeah, because Bryce Young went. He he went to Carolina this week, and then it flipped, which caused makes people think somebody must know something. Yeah. Even though people who are paid to know stuff haven't said a word. Right. Right. 
But I just think Stroud does fit their he does. the idea. A and I think bit. Stroud's going to be a beast, and not not because of anything he's done on the field. Yeah, I love his story. I love his mentality. Yeah, when I hear him talk, I'm like, oh, this dude is going to he he's going to command a locker room, and people are going to rally around him. Like it reminds me a little bit of like Joe Burrow. Yeah, like when I first interviewed Joe Burrow in that class, it was just so like apparent he had like a real confidence to him yes he had a swag he had an edge and that's what the guys around you kind of gravitate to but it also dictates how you play under pressure situations and when you get amongst the best like because he felt like he belonged there yeah i get that same kind of feel from cj stroud andrew hawkins here on the rich eisen show every week here on a friday we uh we have a segment called what's more likely where chris has a couple of uh, either or scenarios. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm tapping you into this this let's week. Let's do it. Okay, let's Love do games. it. We have uh, we have uh, uh, production value and everything. Go ahead and hit it, everybody. What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. And uh, joining us here for this Friday's What's More Likely is Andrew Hawkins. Uh, go for it, Chris. Let's do it together. Hey guys, Hawk. Thanks for joining us. Let's get right to it. Who's the more likely quarterback to be drafted ahead of the other? Will Levis or Anthony Richardson? What do you think? What's more likely? Oh, man. This script is flipped as well. It was Richardson over Levis a million times out of a million. Right about two weeks ago, this script is flipped right now as well. Yeah. I would say they're they're interestingly like kind of in a similar boat, but I would say Levis. And I'll still stick with Richardson. I still still believe when, when all is said and done, that Richardson is going to be a guy that has the bigger upside if he can do the run pass thing in a mm-hmm. way that I think he can. Uh, I I just don't I don't know I, I would find I I'd be stunned if if he's left on the board and he's the one who drops into the lower yeah first round lower part of the first round or the the the, the top ten if he drops down the top ten that would be I, I'd find that surprising but we got thirteen more days to go do you consider it a red flag? Uh, from Will Levis that he eats his bananas with the peel on. Have you heard about that? I thought that was a little strange. It, mm-hmm. it definitely gave me serial killer vibes, but, you know, <laughs> I think every player has an edge to yeah. him. Um, what if he did that in a locker room that you were in? Like he's just sitting there and he just takes a banana and takes a bite out of it like it's a sandwich. Yeah, if he was a, if he was a rookie and we just drafted him yes. and he grabbed a banana and didn't peel it and took a bite, yes. I'd say... Wow, they made the wrong decision. Yeah, they would. <laughs> you'd say you'd, yeah. you'd, there would be some sort of kangaroo court. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we split on that one, Chris. What else you got? Uh, 92% on our poll uh, thinks it's, eating a banana with, without peeling it is a red flag. Oh, you put that on a poll? <laughs> put that out. I didn't know that. 92%. So wait a minute. That means there's 8% of people who say that's nothing. That's all good. Honestly. Not a big deal. So if we put, hold deal. on a second. We put 100%, uh, 100 people in a room. Yep. And had an individual stand up in front and just bite that yep. and say, does this, con- do you consider this strange or not? <laughs> eight, there would be eight people that would say eight. no. They'd be like, yeah, it's fine. Eight people that are like, yeah, I'm, I'm not uncomfortable. What the hell? With this uh, dude eating banana peels. That's bizarre. Very strange. Uh-huh. What else? What else you got? All right, speaking there? of strange, the idea that the uh, Texans might not take a quarterback. So what's more likely to be drafted second overall? Any quarterback or Will Anderson? Quarterback. Me too. There's no way. That has been, by the way, something that has been 100% put out there. Schefter did it Uh first to say it earlier this week. Albert Breer came on and backed it up for sure. 
he, they're not sold that the Texans are going to take a quarterback second overall. You know what? I think in, in, in this, this this game is interesting because I think a lot of times, like even I'm answering questions of what I think will happen and not what I believe should yes, happen. Yes, sir. Right? Because in the draft, especially for new coaches, the best thing to do is to not take a quarterback, especially in your first year. Yes. Or, or just hang on to the quarterback you have because it gives you a longer shelf life. Yes. Because then you always have the out of, I got to find my quarterback. I thought Gruden was always great at that. He would come into a job and never commit to the guy he had, no matter how good he played. Right. Because he always needed the out of, you suck, I need to go find a new guy. <laughs> and that allowed you to stay a head coach for a longer period of time. So I get that. I never thought of it um, that way. You know, in, in the context of, again, people keeping their jobs, I just don't think it's a smart thing to do. I don't believe they're going to be picking second overall and seeing either Stroud or Young there and go, yeah, we'll take somebody else. I yeah. just, I would find that hard to believe, but they would have to trade down, right? You're, that you're becomes that, a, well, they also have 12. They have this 12th overall pick sitting there. And if Richardson does drop or Levis does drop yeah. or Hendon Hooker sitting there and you kind of just say, we'll take him and, and, and Dark push Davis Mills, right? And let him develop. I don't know. Or draft neither and go call uh, the Patriots and say, is Mac Jones really available? Remember that time you called <laughs> us earlier in uh, in March? Is he still available? Man. We're not getting number 12 for him. No. My son is really high on Hendon Hooker. Is that right? Yeah, my 11-year-old son. He What's likes his scouting report? Well, he did a scouting report last year, um, and he had Hendon Hooker as one of the top guys for last year's draft. Yes. He thought that could have made it happen. Um, his drafts. He's, he he loves he he's a he's a ball hawk he gets into it okay um well he is a hawk he is a hawk technically right, correct yes uh, uh-huh. it, it, he but he scouts like an 11 year old <laughs> yeah, did you see how far he threw it yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, it's, it's on my twitter somewhere i'm sure I, i'll find the search and okay. then we'll very good we'll do that what <laughs> yeah. else is what else you got over hey, there hey guys did you hear uh the ravens have a new receiver did you guys hear that no did they odell beckham oh yeah. who's that now in baltimore what's more likely <laughs> Odell catches 10 or more touchdowns this year. The Ravens miss the playoffs. Oh, this is the Patriot coming up with this <laughs> ten, question. 10, ten or more touchdowns. touchdowns. Yes. Or Ravens the, aren't missing the playoffs. Ravens aren't missing the playoffs. The Ravens aren't missing the playoffs. Really? No. They didn't have they didn't have Lamar Rich. for a third of the season last year. They didn't have a wide receiver catch a Rich. touchdown for two-thirds of the season last year. They didn't have Mark Andrews for the full season last year. Preach. They didn't have any of that, and they still not only made the playoffs, but without Lamar, almost knocked off the Bengals and would have if Tyler Huntley had only gone low instead of high when they were on the half-yard line. What, what else? What, Hold on. Am, am I, I wrong? wrong? If that I had a nickel for every time I should have went low instead of going high. All of, that, yeah. all of those are facts. But let's look at this logically yes. by looking at the standings. Which of these teams do you expect to make the playoffs this coming season? Uh-huh. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, I'll check that box. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills. I'll check that box. The Cincinnati Bengals. I'll check that box. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah. I don't know, but somebody from the South has got to win, so okay, they'll just great. check that box. So there's one spot. Right. How about the Los Angeles Chargers? You got you, I, I, I need to be sold. Miami Dolphins? I need to be sold. All right, so if you think all of those teams are suddenly you need to be sold on, who's going to take their spots? 
I think the Ravens you think are. The, you think the Jets are making the playoffs, don't you? Well, if Aaron Rodgers shows well, up soon. Last segment, he's coming. You, were, you told me he's he coming. was already there. He's coming. Okay, what about the Denver Broncos? Think they're going to be improved this year? Yes, but not making the playoffs. No, not playoffs. How Thank about you, the Andrew. Titans? One yeah. of the teams has to win that division, right? Yeah, just one team is going to make it. That's all. Half the teams every year don't make it. Who made it the year before? Is there anything that I've said that did not stutter? The Ravens are going to make it. The Ravens again. are going to make it. The and Raiders here's the think thing. they're going to be better? Come on, guys. Lamar Jackson is going to play the whole season. And for Baltimore, right? For Baltimore. Okay. I think that. I think at this stage, you know, draft, whatever happens. But Lamar Jackson plays the whole season. He's one of the winningest quarterbacks. And I know that's not a quarterback stat, but that coupled with what they have defensively and how they run the football and to his point, they're in the playoffs without him. If he's there, if Lamar Jackson is playing and he's in a contract year, and I've been in a contract year, this is the most important contract probably season of his career. Yes. You, players have a, I don't know how the, the stars align, but you do everything in your po- power to, to be on the field and play the best that you can. And under that scenario, there's no way a playing Lamar Jackson team does not make the playoffs. With Odell having 10 or more touchdowns. Good luck, guys. All right, another football one, and we'll get to a couple of NBA. Now that Dan Snyder's out, who makes it back to a Super Bowl first, Commanders or Cowboys? <laughs> that's, that's easy. Oh, TJ. Um, <laughs> that's simple. Come on, cuz. Who makes it back to a Super Bowl first? Uh, he's got to think about it. Yeah. Because I, I, the Commanders have got some playmakers now. And at some point, one would think Chase Young is going to come back healthy. They got some playmakers now. I, I don't see. Think about the, the Cowboys. I, I don't feel like the Cowboys are. I don't look at them and say, "Oh, they're going to win a Super Bowl soon." I don't look at the Commanders and say that either. But you have but to I'm choose what's like, more likely here. That's what you got to do. We see the Cowboys in this for a very long time. I actually like the teams and organizations doing this because you take Bengals style jumps at some point. You know. I don't know. I probably would say the commander. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He talked himself into it. I mean, I don't. I definitely don't want to boo you, but I you can boo me too. I can't boo you, man. It's okay. I don't let it slide. Although his Cowboys uh, flag is down, I don't know where it's. Where <laughs> it's over here. Let's put it. Okay. Yeah, I put it away for the offseason. Uh, and just for you, I'll take the Cowboys. I'll just take it. You know. Yeah, just, just for you. There you go. I, I don't know if you it. can hang that like a like Good like up. your flag, but. <laughs> You got a couple other ones? All right, yeah. a couple NBA ones. Okay, uh, let's do it. NBA playoffs this weekend. Uh, who's more likely to win a road playoff game this weekend, Lakers or Clippers? I'll go with the Lakers. I'm going with the Lakers. I'll go with the I'm Lakers. With you on right? that. I'll go with the Lakers in, in Memphis. I like what I'm seeing out of the Lakers, I'll man. take Lakers. It's a game one, right? Game one. So I, I, I just um, I don't know, man. The Clippers... Minus Paul George in Phoenix, first playoff game with Durant. That place will be lit. Booker yeah. will show up. I have a problem thinking the Clips can win game one, and it's easier for the Lakers to do it. Don't you I think? agree. I agree completely. I agree. I, I can't even improve on that take. Let's just try and get uh, LeBron and AD to combine for less than 10 turnovers and minus five on the plus minus. They do that, again, they will lose. And what's more likely is neither win. But I'll, I'll I'll take the Lakers with Hawk right here. You got one more? One more for me and TJ. Who's more likely to lose their playoff home opener, Celtics or Sixers? Celtics versus Hawks. Sixers versus Nets. 
Um, I'll tell you. I'll take your Celtics. I'm gonna say Celtics too. Trey Young just gonna light it up. He's a killer, man. He it's certainly in any playoff series. Playoff series in a place that's uh, oh. a, a garden. Hostile. A garden. garden. Yes. Garden. Madison Square. He personally torched it. <laughs> he personally torched it. Loved every second. Oh, he did, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's more likely, everybody? Andrew Hawkins. <laughs> we got it. Oh, we got one more? Oh. All right, we'll get one more. But you just said one more. Okay, very good. Look at What's you. What's more likely? <laughs> <laughs> Great acting. <laughs> Great acting. Uh, the Rays lose over the weekend, or an eight seed gets a victory. Rays lose tonight, so that's it. Rays lose tonight? Rays lose tonight. No eight seed's going to... Dude, no eight seed's going to win this weekend. None. Rays lose tonight. Because they're on the road. They're in Toronto. They're not playing the Red Sox anymore. Or the A's. Or the A's <laughs> anymore. And um, during a big sequence tonight, Rays are trying to score, and a nine-year-old's going to screech because that's what happens in Toronto. <laughs> you know? It's going to totally throw them off. There you go. Hey. <laughs> what you think of that one? I loved it. <laughs> I did. I love it. That's the part of sports that's my favorite. But which is nine-year-olds who yes. are screeching their heads Absolutely. off? Absolutely. Affecting the game, man. <laughs> Gotta love it. I can't it. believe that NBA players, after a while, couldn't start making free throws. and just Because <laughs> that's the way you tell a nine-year-old you got to stop doing that. Just make your free throws. That's it. That's it. You know how kids, kids will just keep doing stuff yeah, if course. they know they're being, if they're making them. a, f- they've been doing it for years, man. Screeching? Yes. Like that? Screech, random screech to throw me off. Damn. <laughs> uh, what else you got going on in your world? You always do. What, uh, what just do we got? business. Same old, same old. Status okay. pro, NFL pro era. Make sure you're still playing. Okay. Crushing it. Just continuing to build on that. There's and, that commercial that you first showed when you came on here uh-huh. in the playing season that ran non-stop yeah i know it was awesome yeah it was great so we're gonna see more of those we're gonna soon? see more of those excellent fantastic yeah, absolutely okay so there's that and you got roku recommends roku tonight. recommends um okay i have some things i should i should start coming here to make my announcements because i have some things coming down that are going to be pretty big okay as you know this studio is open to you anytime my favorite studio i love it here i love that you love coming here Fantastic. Uh, and when does Aaron Rodgers become a Jet? When do you think that happens? Because um, you know it's when, day right? Day two. Day two of the draft? Day two of the draft. You don't believe that he's going to still be a Green Bay Packer. At the no, there's beginning. no way. There's no way. There's no way. I think he'll retire before he's a Green Bay Packer. Damn straight he would. Yeah. And they'll pay him. Yeah. They don't want to pay him $60 million. Let Woody Johnson pay him all that money. <laughs> Woody will pay him. Woody will pay him. Yeah. He's ready to pay him. This guy. Right over there. He's such a doubter. You don't believe a, it? I didn't say He's anything. a hater. He's a hater. I think he's not going to play well. You don't think he, you think he's going to play poorly for the Jets, right? I think uh, we've seen this. Before. Oh, stop it! The whole far history repeats itself. Oh, one last thing for you. What did you make yeah. of Tyree Kill saying he's going to retire at the end of this contract? Did you hear that? He said he's going. I did. He's going to tap out at age thirty-one. I did. I don't. I don't want to say I don't believe it. I think he believes it. I don't know if he'll, I don't know if he'll actually do that. I get it though. That's kind of how I was. To be honest, I was very much like, what do you mean? I was ready, not ready to go, but you want new challenges. You want, you know, different things in in Mm -hmm. life to, you know, fill it again. I retired at 31 from the Patriots. And again, I was not Tyreek Hill by any stretch of the imagination. Yes. Um, But I could have continued playing. It was just like, eh, my heart wasn't, wasn't there. I was blocking that opportunity from somebody else. And there were so many other things I wanted to do. Right. And so I do understand that aspect from Tyreek Hill. I just feel like 
there'll be there's probably still some more in the, the tank that he's I not. It's a hard make, decision to make. Of course, it's well, not a decision people typically make three years he's, out. He's three years out, so yeah. he's got some more time to come. Right, right, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, and money's hard to turn down. And he'll still be making a lot of money. Money is hard to turn down. Right. But look, he, he's got his ring and he's got his money. He might, like you just said, there's he always said there's other things he wants to do. He wants so another that, ring. There's never yeah. enough money either. Yeah, I mean, that's always a good point. Everybody yeah. check out Andrew Hawkins on tonight's episode of Roku Recommends right here on Roku and this terrific platform that you can catch this show on every single day between 12 and 3 Eastern time. You're welcome here anytime. I love it. Whenever you're in our neighborhood, let us know, please. Thank you guys Andrew for Hawkins me. right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We wrap up this show and send you to the weekend in a moment. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This weekend, on Sunday, I go to the Rose Bowl, put on my suit and tie, and my running shoes, and I run my 40 for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and it airs on the final day of the NFL draft coverage. And I will just tell you this, looking at the weather, looks like a nice day, which, by the way, never had to think about while I'm running out here in Los Angeles, which has been the last three years. Uh, I've already gotten some beautiful donations from uh, the NFL community, uh, spearheaded once again by Steve Bashotti of the Ravens. That guy is so generous. He and his wife, Renee, so generous to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And um, would love for you to everybody check out um, our website, nfl.com slash runrichrun, as always. Check it out and donate to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital because every single dollar that goes there is to make sure that not only the kids who have to go there get better, but also when kids show up, the research that's done there has already been done so the kids can get better. And whoever shows up there with their kid and gets that phone call that is just an absolute, complete nightmare to get, they don't see a bill for medical, for travel, for food, for anything. So it's all important. Let's do it. And the let's is just me this weekend. It's just, uh, How's the training going? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me just turn the mic on. Uh, sorry. How's the training been? Ah, uh, now I hear you. <laughs> training. Anyhow. I literally, I truly have done none. I, I haven't, you know, the fastest I've run um, lately is when. Um, you went to go steam your shirt just now? You no, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went to go steam my shirt. You're in the break and needed to get back. so That's okay, Rich. You're going to do great. Any surprises running with you? Or um, I guess it wouldn't be a surprise couple, if you we got told a couple. Us that. We got a couple in store. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
But I'm going to bring my kids. They're going to bring some friends. There's five families from the St. Jude community that will be there. The five families or just no. five? <laughs> there will be five families from the St. Jude community that will be there. So be ecstatic. That'll be Sunday. Nice. It'll be fun. Have fun, man. You want to bring Cage? Good luck. Uh, taking him anywhere is an adventure these days. What are you going? What are you going? I'm just saying he's three. So I'm aware of that. He's going to want to run the race with you. So? <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's, that's. It's, it's, it's about kids having a day and being what healthy. Kid? What if he beats you, though? I want it to be about you. <laughs> he is fast. He's fast. Okay. That'll be, uh, and then on, uh, on Monday's show, um, a guest that we've been hoping to get for some time, we have uh, we finally got her. Kate Morrow will be here. Oh, hey now. Hey now. Very few people. Oh, it's a week from Monday? I thought she was on Monday. Oh, it's a week from Monday. Week from Monday. Week from Monday. Oh, all right, she's a, she's a couple Mondays Anyway, she's coming in. She is. How many people you can ask, hey, uh, <laughs> so your grandfather's name is on the football, huh? <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. Who was on Monday? I thought we had somebody on Monday. We don't. Hey, everyone, it's the weekend. <laughs> we I'm excited. Clippers play, Celtics play, Ooh. Knicks play. 3-0, right? Sick all this Clipper disrespect. 3-0? The, the Clippers aren't going to win. You should stop it. That series is not going to be good, TJ. I'm sorry. This man is going to remind you why Kawhi. he's a two-time champion in two different countries. Two-time MVP. Twenty points. The disrespect is real. The disrespect you, is, is real. It's Kawhi. What it do, Sorry. baby? Sorry, Tariq. Okay. Thanks for taking in this show. I want to thank Andrew Hawkins for showing up in person. Yes, Ian Eagle for calling in. For everybody taking part in the poll question to say that anybody who eats a banana without peeling it is totally insane. <laughs> and it's a red flag. We got to get Will Levis on the show just so I could say, really, dude? I mean, elephants don't even do that. 92%. Not the one I saw on CNN. <laughs> And uh, and our bond discussion now leads me to pull my full on Daniel Craig, ladies and gentlemen. The weekend.